just me. I'm not Zeke. I'm not Trent. I'm not Trent. I'm not Zeke. You guys got Blue's Clues. They went off to college. It's just me. I'm the host now. Me by myself. Isn't that right, Tim? I said, um... Isn't that right, Tim? <laughs> what? Huh? Uh, oh, where's the fire? I don't know. Well, where'd you put it? I put it next to Treek and, uh, Treek and Zent. <laughs> no, you buffoon! When you see a fire, you were supposed to put it out! I put, How I put, could you fall for the classic blunder? I wanted to keep them warm when I kidnapped them in your basement. How, My basement how has a boiler in it. You can't fit anything down there, and it's already warm. You can't fit anything down there comfortably, and I didn't know that before I set the fire. If you put the fire in the boiler, then that powers the steam generator, which is better. Okay, you're talking about Factorio, maybe, even though I know I am you not talking it. about Factorio. I do not know what you were talking about. Remember that I played that once, and then... Or did I play that twice? I forgot. Well, anyway... When I kidnapped Trent and Zeke, you know, I, I seriously... You can't just so casually say that. We went to all the trouble of planning a top secret mission, capital T, capital S, capital M, with the trademark symbol at the end, and you just blabbing it about to who knows on the internet. Well, now I, I hope they don't go missing, because this makes us look really suspicious. <laughs> you didn't bother to think about that beforehand? Well, now that I think about it again, if they go missing for real, they can't post this. Well, technically, we could have posted it under their names, because if they really are hiding in my basement next to a fire, which I'm pretty sure legally counts as torture under the Geneva Convention, uh, we would totally be able to torture their internet information out of them and log into their own accounts and post this. So, I mean, I really should stop talking before they actually disappear and then we're arrested. I was giving us reasonable doubt, fool. Fool yourself. I don't know how. But okay, but when I um, forced forced them to go on vacation, um, I dug through them their nicely. pockets. Nicely. Start over. Asked them nicely. I asked them nicely to forcibly go on vacation. Uh, I dug through their pockets and I found loose change. That hey. and <laughs> and all of their future podcast topics, and I stole them. It was going to ruin the whole show right now by going through all of them. At once? Not at once. We had to go like one at a time. Oh, like uh, one, one now and then one later and then one later after that? Or one now and then later as in on the next podcast? Well, um, I kind of want um, them all to happen on one episode. So just in case they ever do get free, they'll have nothing left to talk about. Yeah, but what's the point of that? Then they're just going to hire us to come up with new material, and then we're going to be doing the work we could have done with their own sheets. Why don't we just settle for taking their ideas and hiding them so that they don't have them anymore and we do? So when they hire us, we'll be able to get money by just feeding their own ideas back to them, and that will be less work for us. Yeah, but if we don't post anything, you know, I'm going to say today, because it's going to be today when it's listened to, then oh, they won't hire us anyway. St. Paul? I think you cut out. I have no idea what you said. St. Paul. The, the, doesn't he have a quote like, uh, pray as long as it is called today? Which it's kind of technically always called today. Actually, that's an interesting question. At, at what specific time 
like if you're going down below the seconds does it change from today until tomorrow and could you technically say today but while the sound is still in process like it ticks over into tomorrow and if you had said tomorrow it would have actually been today well you could do it real easily like today yeah but that's stretching it out and it's not nearly as fun because you don't get to do a reductio argument on it oh you're right it's not fun because you don't get to do math what are you talking about you don't have to do math to make things smaller measure twice cut once that is more math. Stop. Think of it this way. It's like eating cake. No math required, and it gets smaller. Um, I've looked at cake instructions before, and they have a time and a heat, and I have to think about those numbers, and that's math. Yeah, but only if you're baking the cake yourself. Who else is going to bake the cake for me? Um, oh, yeah, I can't talk about that here, can I? Uh, probably not. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about either. Y yeah, that's definitely how we get our cakes. We bake them ourselves in in um, in pots and um, use ingredients and heat. Yeah, dude, and heat. Speaking of and heat, here's the first question. No oh dear. Pause for dramatic effect while I pull up the question list. Is a Wait, hot I dog a sandwich? It. Yeah, I stole it. I had to pull it out still. But you said pull it up. Yeah. You, don't you keep your questions on higher shelves so that you can pull them down? It's on my computer. I've already digitized them. Oh, I see. I, I think so, you well, Sorry, what the was question. the question? I, I yeah. have to uh, um, mm, go on. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I don't know. Why don't you ask it? Ask the hot dog or the sandwich? Yeah, I mean, down here in Arizona land, every time you see a dog outside, it's a hot dog. And I don't know what they'd have to say about sandwiches. Hot dog with no space. One word, but, hot. But dogs automatically occupy space. You can't put a dog in no space. I'm pretty sure that's animal abuse. Somebody called the SPC. Oh, wait, no, that's British. Well, mm, <laughs> what about the Humane Society? Yeah, something like that. PETA. Not PETA because, Not PETA. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't call those ridiculous. No, no, no. But if they have to go into no space, which doesn't exist, we can get rid of PETA. Dude, that's a genius idea. Let's sell it to the Republicans. Let's sell it to PETA. <laughs> Which is a type Opens of bread, and blackness. bread is a sandwich. So hot dogs might not be a sandwich, but PETA is. Completely agree. Yes. PETA is also a crock. Like a Which child? explains why it's a sandwich. What? Huh? So, um... Is that the first question done? We don't have many of these. We can't go through them this fast. But I thought you said you had plenty. I, six isn't plenty. How do they only have six topics for podcasts? I thought they were supposed to have pages and pages. Do they They've seem like people who plan ahead? No, they barely even have heads themselves. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Sure. I'll, we'll go with that. The listeners won't know whether or not they have heads. They can't see them. 
Well, yeah, but doesn't one normally assume that someone has a head? Uh, the French don't. Well, no, just because they it, it is not culturally acceptable in France to use them doesn't mean they don't have them. That's not what I meant. <laughs> what did you mean, then? I meant the guillotine. But then they still have them. They are just um, detached from their proper receptacle. Okay, I'm changing the first question. It's no longer as a hot dog a sandwich. It is, if someone is beheaded... No, 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 no. Okay, well, hold that question. The real question is not whether a hot dog is a sandwich. It is whether a sandwich is a hot dog. Is it? Well, I don't know. Ask the Earl of Sandwich. Is he around? I'm sure he's around. He invented sandwiches. He must be pretty fat by now. If somebody gets beheaded, are they a head with no body or a body with no head? What if they were both without either? Then they're nothing. Wouldn't they just be a normal person then? If they were both a head without a body and a body without it. Wait a minute. Wouldn't that mean they'd be two people? Is this like Kingdom Hearts? I don't know. But if we assume the other way and assume that the uh, without is the important part, then they can be with PETA. Oh, this is true. They'd be nothing. Mm -hmm. So the question, I suppose, is where is the center of personhood located? This is the topic last week. What? This happened last week. I was asleep. You Actually, know the... no, that is, that is probably very incorrect. I was most likely playing Dark Souls at this time oh. last week. Speaking of Dark Souls, um, here's the... Don't you change the subject on me already. We just got going on center of personhood. I'm trying to skip it. We did, covered it already. Tell me, what did you come to? We didn't. Then you absolutely did not talk about it already. Well, we talked about it. Impossible. You said that, oh, I said, like, in the past, personhood was, like, centered in the heart before, like, brain science happened. And then personhood was moved to the brain. No, that is that is an incorrect line of argument. What you said is where the, what you defined is where the culture's conception of personhood is located, not yes. where personhood is actually located, because that wouldn't change. That if, is... if by the progress of science, we could change the si somehow the center of personhood, then it would theoretically be possible at some future point in scientific discovery to change the center of personhood outside the body, thereby giving you clones. Not that that wouldn't be cool, but that that probably shouldn't be possible. Well, now we're actually to what we talked about last week, like transferring bodies. Okay. You should listen to the podcast, at least the episode I'm on. Who's to say I didn't? You did, right before we started. Uh, but I didn't say it now, so it's technically not canon. You didn't say anything now. Anything. Or to be more specific, <clears throat> anything now. Um, okay, I think you're going to like this one. Propose new future uses for the Large Hadron Collider, a particle accelerator, located on the Franco-Swiss border near Geneva, Switzerland. We shouldn't have talked bad about Swiss before talking about them. We didn't. Unless you did when I was you not did. paying attention. No, the, 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 Swiss, the Swiss are okay. It's the French that are the problem. 
So um, I was when I was um, nicely asking them to go on vacation, they were, as I lifted the vacation club over my head behind them, they were talking about how like the Large Hadron Collider isn't useful anymore, like all the information has been taken from it or something along those lines. I was too busy swinging the vacation club. Yeah, um, uh, was it one of those uh, those vacation clubs that um, that uh, give you lots of uh, free travel? Plenty of free travel if somebody carries you after. <laughs> ah, just checking. Very good. Because uh, who doesn't like free travel after all? Anyway, um, what a load of nonsense about the Large Hadron Collider. As far as I know, its original purpose has never, ever, not once, been tested. Maybe if, well, if people are too scared to ever use it, then it's useless now anyway. No, if you specifically said it has outlived its usefulness in that all the information has been taken from it. That uh, is absolutely incorrect. I can prove with probably a single sentence, okay, maybe two sentences, that the original purpose of the, in fact, the stated purpose of the Large Hadron Collider has not even once been tested there. Not even once. Uh, how would you prove that in a sentence or two? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? It is the Large Hadron Collider, and not once have they ever tried to collide hadrons. That's probably because of legal ramifications, and nobody called hadron wants to be collided that fast. But it's still never been tested. No, but once they do, it is our job now to discuss what they should use it for, because it's big and expensive. Well, the first thing it ought to do is teleport it away from France. That's not something it can do, I don't think. But I guess it's never been tested, so who knows? Exactly, you see? All this stuff that the Large Hadron Collider has never even tried to do. Probably because the people in charge of it are um, uh, not that smart after all. I don't know much about it, but I think it's like a big circle tube that like loops around on itself. It is a particle accelerator. Yes. I've got the name. Thank you. That's not what I'm talking about. Well, what are you talking about then? It's like its structure. Like if we're going to discuss what it can be, what it can do in the future, we need to know what it is. And I think okay. it's a, a big tube donut. Wait. So you're telling me? So you're telling me that we can make the world's biggest donuts? We could, but they couldn't be any bigger than the collider, which is already a giant donut. Yeah. So we make the world's largest donuts in the collider. You know, I was going to say something about like a fish water slide, but this is much better. Well, yeah, because everybody likes donuts. Some people don't, are allergic to fish. Just We have to make sure they never straighten it out because that close to France, they'll use it to make giant baguettes. Oh, that would be horrible. That, I like actually a disaster. I don't know how this takes them an hour. We're killing this. Who's to say we're done coming up with uses for the collider? Yeah, but we've, we've already done one, which means we've answered the question. We don't have to be finished, but we're much faster than those other but, two. But didn't it say alternative uses, plural? We need at least one more. Fish, swimming pool, slide, tube, but if it's water. 
wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you collide fish fast enough, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. This has theological ramifications. Because if you collide fish fast enough, they would become one fish, at least indistinguishably. And then you do recall that in the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus split fish into multiple fish of the same size. So does that mean Jesus fast travel, uh, time traveled into the future and got collided fish from our Large Hadron Collider and then went fast back travel. and broke those apart and gave them to everybody? Mega collided Hadron fish? Is that our third use or our second? I've lost track. I mean, it's one of them. So I, I have, uh, I've cheated. I'm sorry. I've looked at the third question. It's going to be your favorite one. Why? Um, so I'm going to read it backwards-ish. I'm going to start with, you only have three minutes. I'll, I'll start a timer. I'll get that ready before I tell you the rest of the question. Uh, hold on, hold on. Only three minutes? You have three whole American minutes three whole American minutes. What if I need that uh, as prep time? Well, I'll start telling you now. It is, uh, you have three minutes to describe the plot of the video game series Dark Souls to the audience. Um, In a way is... they'll be able to follow. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Okay, there is a 30 second explanation and then there's the three hour explanation. I don't think there's one that comes in three minutes. Well, you can just throw a few extra things in for fun after the 32nd one. Hmm. Plot of the video game series, Dark Souls. <sighs> Three, two, one, go. In the very beginning, before there was really anything, there were still dragons and very large trees and everything else was pretty much gray and foggy. Then all of a sudden, in the natural course of the world cycle, fire arose, and within it were found the four Lord Souls. Then um, the Lord Souls were the souls of light, of life, of death, and of dark. They were each claimed by four beings who afterwards became the most powerful figures in the, that age. Uh, with the rise of fire, transferred the age of ancients, which was the age of dragons, into the Age of Gods, and the holder of the Light Soul, Lord Gwyn, waged war against the dragons, overthrew pretty much all of them, um, captured two to be his uh, basically personal pets and to help keep the world running because reasons, and then carried on as though he was the king of everything, and for a while he was, until one of the kingdoms allied to him, namely Ulysseel, decided to fiddle with things it knew nothing about and woke up a big spooky guy named Manus, who was the holder of the Dark Soul, allegedly, although there is uh, debate about that particular subject. He did lots of boom dark things and caused serious damage to Lord Gwyn's rule. Um, and to top it all off, the fire again half time the fire that originally um birthed the lord soul started to go out this was a huge problem um so lord gwyn decided that he would offer his lord soul back to the flame to keep it burning 
he did. It worked. Uh, then the flame started to fade again, which was very singularly unfortunate because now Lord Gwyn wasn't there to do it again. So his... Uh, I paused the timer. You have why? one... Because you have... You're only talking about the first game? Yes. There are two games left. You have one minute. Well, yeah, but you said to add things, so I've been adding things. You're not going to get the three-hour version, but it's probably not going to be three minutes either. If we had a three-hour version, no one would listen to it. They'd just stop, they'd click off. What are, you, what are you kidding yourself about? If, they had, if there was the three-hour version and I gave that, everybody would listen. No, Because it's actually a this. more interesting story the longer it goes on. Yeah, but you need breaks. I mean, that's what the pause button is for. I saw people you forced to sit through this. The three-hour version, and I don't know if you saw it on their face, but it, they were not having a good time through the whole thing. That is completely false. I don't know if you saw their faces, but they were thoroughly enjoying it almost the whole time. Almost. Yeah, as in, except for a few minutes at the beginning where they didn't know what was going on. Hmm. All right, I'm starting the timer again. Okay. Five, but you have to... Four. Oh, wait, wait, what do I have to do? Well, I was going to say you have to start the timer, but then I realized that I'd forgotten where I was. Oh yes, the the, the flame was fading again, uh, and Gwyn, that's why I was Gwyn counting down. Wasn't around this time, so his okay, I'm um, starting it. the son he never particularly cared about, whose name was Gwendolyn, came up with this magic super long plan to basically convince some hapless human to make themselves big enough to offer their souls to the flame and basically keep the lights on. That happened. That was the first game. Um, in the second game, it, it does technically connect, but you have to really go in deep to figure it out. So I'm going to skip the entirety of Dark Souls 2 and pretend Nothing it doesn't happens. exist. Part three. Yeah, eh, basically. <laughs> Part three. 25 seconds. The fire is still fading. Um, and if you were able to link it again, it's probably the last time. So there's a bunch of very important and powerful people who have decided they want the flame to go out for one of several reasons. Uh, and the main character's purpose in the third game is to choose between those options. And then of course, there's the Ring City. And then of course, there's the Ring City and we are out of time. Well, oh. yeah, I mean, the Ring City alone would probably merit at least 15 minutes of dedicated consideration. Well, you got like three minutes on the dot after I like messed with the time a little bit. Yeah, there you go. But like, I don't know if they heard the, the ding, but that was like right when you stopped. I also am most significantly displeased because I didn't even get to talk about, well, you know, most of the important things, namely Pontiff Sullivan, uh, the Church of the Deep, the, the, the Ringed City. I basically name dropped that. Let's not forget the Painted World and Crossbreed Priscilla. Well, the goal now is that someone will hear this and be like, wow, that sounds interesting, and then play Dark Souls. If they know everything, they might not want to. Yeah, yeah. But the three-minute version is not nearly as interesting as the extended version. Um, well, I don't know if that's true. I got bored about halfway through and read the next question. Yeah, exactly. That is my point. If I'd been telling, you know, okay, let's let's say it was just the one hour version. If I'd been telling the one hour version, you would have been interested almost from the beginning, as soon as you figured out who Gwyn was, which I would have told you. Well, I know who Gwyn is. Yeah, but we're taking this from the hypothetical that you don't know who he is. Uh, because you said, hey, somebody is, would listen to it and get interested and then hopefully play the game. But then they obviously wouldn't listen to it and get interested and then hopefully play the game if they'd already played the game. Gwyn is Zeus. 
incorrect, but nice try. Okay. There are similarities and parallels. He has lightning. And he has a whole lot of illegitimate children. And a beard. That's all you need. And, uh, strunk. And strunk, yeah. Okay, I, th I think we're like 25 minutes in. We just finished three podcasts. I don't know why the third one had a three-minute timer. Maybe that was going to be a short episode. No, it, it had a, it had a three-minute timer because, um, you see, they, they were planning to have Vati Vidya on, and they know that if they get Vati Vidya on the subject of Dark Souls lore, the legend and master himself, uh, he will just go and go. I mean, hey, if they had Vati Vidya lined up, like, I'm a little sad I stopped that from happening. I'd rather listen to that than me again. No, no, you mistake. If they have Vati Vidya lined up, that means he'll be coming on the podcast and not even know that the switcheroo has happened. So we're the ones who'll be getting to talk to him. What if he's a fan? Well, then he wouldn't be able to talk very well. He'd need to be plugged in. Um, I don't want to get your hopes up, but the fourth question is also about Dark Souls. So it really seems like they had him lined up for a few different episodes. Um, so it starts off with, here is an official paraphrased review of Dark Souls. And oh, I am going dear. to prepare like a Timmy voice to read it to you. Nah, so, why don't you read it in a Ryan E voice? I was going to give you like a small and annoying voice, but I'll do it in your voice. Um, I, need to drink I am about to be very displeased, am I not? Probably, but I need to drink water to prepare to do that. So can you entertain people while I drink it? What am I supposed to do? A, a tap dance? Yes. They, they can't a, see that. To a tap dance on this audio thing. I mean, I would have to put the microphone down my, by, by my feet and then it would likely be stepped on. That would be a problem. Using so a I will politely decline. I don't know how people are entertained nowadays, but in the olden days, if you wanted to get entertained, it would summon up a minstrel. And be a minstrel. I am not a minstrel. Well, I've, I've drank the water. You've done your job. Already? I didn't I'm drink the whole water. Mr. Ryan, dude, you did something fast for once. Congratulations. I'm starting. Starting what? To drink the water? I thought you did that already. <clears throat> Actually, playing Dark Souls mechanically is not fun. I really do not get why all Japanese games have to do that weird character <laughs> movement thing of the character moving off center and then the camera follows a few paces later. The actual combat is garbage, though. Though? Why is it though? Excuse? It is about bugging out the AI and trying to break the game. It doesn't feel satisfying, but more about the discovery on Get which good, bit of the level you can break the AI on. I wouldn't say the combat is good or fun. It just feels so clunky and slow and really frustrating. Okay, maybe Dark Souls 1. New paragraph. Mountain Blade Dark is Souls three. <laughs> Mountain Blade is a game I look for. I look to for third person melee combat. It hold gets on. it done. Hold on. So Mountain Blade? Are they seriously comparing Mount and Blade to Dark Souls? Well, if you listen to the rest of the thing, you might know for sure. Okay. 
Continue. It gets it. I had this already so in my hands. Perfectly. Good, but you don't have to support it with your neck. Dark Souls is all animation-based, so you hit in predetermined areas and feel like you have no control. I hate Japanese games because they always do this animation-first combat. I want the freedom to hit anywhere I want. You you know, like CS, is that Counter-Strike? Yeah, okay. You know, like CS, where you get out the knife and you stab where you want, not press a button to win. And that's, it just kind of stops suddenly there. Like it, yeah, but isn't, isn't Counter-Strike a game that has guns in it? Yes. Then is that not the definition of press a button to win? Um, yeah, but you have to press the button at the right time and right space. But the, we haven't made it to the question yet. Hmm. Based on this quote and many others like it, it is clear that the majority of individuals that play video games consider Dark Souls as one of the worst video games ever made. I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't think a lot of people think it's, it's okay. Please give your unbiased response to the fair criticism that Dark Souls is an objectively bad game. Video game. It says video game. Uh, so do they want the unbiased or the uncensored? Um, I'm sure they want it to be censored. I don't know if we're allowed to swear. Actually, it's our podcast now, so I guess we get to pick. I say no swearing. Exactly. Okay. Um, unbiased response is, well, actually, there's no way to be unbiased unless you haven't played the game and have heard absolutely nothing about it. So then you wouldn't really be answering in the first place. Without being knowingly biased. Uh, also forget what biased again? means. Please give your knowingly I'm adding unbiased response. <laughs> it is our the, podcast. To the fair criticism that Dark Souls is an objectively bad video game. Okay, well, first of all, the, the criticism is unfair. Um, it, and it itself is biased because somebody is just, notably the author, let me be very clear about this, is just bad at video games in general. Worse probably even than Game Champ. And that's really saying something because he makes a career out of being bad at video games. Admittedly, uh, I, I hardly know where to begin in a detailed breakdown and critique. Um, as far as I am aware, the From Software combat systems are widely acknowledged by most of the gaming community, uh, even despite their difficulty, to be some of the most closely and carefully balanced, at least in PvE, and intensely rewarding experiences that there are to be found. As a matter of fact, while doing some research the other day, I found multiple um, lists by reputable game journalists and uh, game sites that consistently ranked the Dark Souls franchise, as well as the uh, companion, well, not explicitly companion, but along with the allied game Bloodborne, uh, above, the, above many other games that are also really rather excellent. Um, consistently in the top 10, indeed, even of those lists. So considering that the question itself, by assuming that the 
uh, w w of course, with no evidence, that the majority of quote unquote gamers find Dark Souls to be quote unquote too difficult, I find that completely laughable. Evidently, as I have already said, the author of this ridiculous review with, with its nonsensical complaints going against all law and reason is simply bad at video games and bad at Dark Souls and probably rage quit at the tutorial boss. Um, they did say it's about like bugging out the AI, which is something I, I, I still have the quote in front of me and you don't. So I guess I can pull like direct quotes from it. But is that not how you're supposed to play the game? Have I been doing it wrong since 2011? Well, 2011 and the first Dark Souls, there were a lot more bugs to exploit. If you look at Dark Souls 3, the newest installment in the series, um, it is far more polished than Dark Souls 1 due to the advent and advances in technology. For four months or so, you have done nothing. Well, you did nothing but show me a bug where you could make weapons do other things other animations because they're animations have first you seen combat. my light bulb i don't they, no one's gonna get that it's of course not but you know in time they will okay i'll, I'll help them yeah tim stole a light bulb i absolutely did not it was abandoned abandoned on the shelf it was like, that is not even kind of true. Have you even for? Okay, he's clearly forgotten how I acquired my life. Or I'm lying. Well, why would you do that? Because who are they going to believe? M me, the, the person who has been on one episode before? Or you, the person who has not been on one episode before? Me, because I'm the expert you brought in very clearly. And experts always tell more truth than normal people who are asking questions. Or have you not been listening to the media playbook for the past couple months? I haven't. Ah, well, good. That means you might actually have a few uh, bites of sense left in that cavernous head of yours. You shouldn't bite sense. Metal isn't very good for you. But it's iron better is... than biting dollars. You, you can. Um... Well, but people eat paper. Not only is that bad for you, specifically dollars are also worse for you. Worse than paper? Yes. Well, yeah, because uh, dirty hand people touch them. Y yes. People with dirty hands. Yes. And that, that's why it's called dirty money. Which is why it's never made sense to me that they ban money laundering. Because wouldn't you want to clean your money if you could? Well, it depends on how clean you want it to be. If you make it too clean, it's, it's you're going to lose the, the print on it. And then you're not going to know how much not the value. We're not Canadian. It's not like they have different sizes or something. No, no. You, you mistake. Um, the, 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 you cannot clean a dollar bill to that extent. I mean, maybe if you bleached it, you'd lose some color. Bleach is clean. I mean, sort of, that depends on whether you want something to come out unscathed. If you dip your hand into a cleaning solution, um, and it comes out ragged skin and exposed bone. I would say that uh, that People defeats are made the of dirt. purpose. Hmm? People are made of dirt. Since when? That's what it means. Which? Because if it cleans stuff, that means it gets rid of dirt. And if it gets rid of people, then people are dirt. That is not even kind of true. Dirt can be clean. Clean dirt? Yeah. I guess uh, like when you do Warhammer figures, you like bake dirt so you can put clean dirt on the 
I'm gonna have you ever heard of porcelain? That's about the cleanest dirt you can get. Is it? Yeah. I mean, if it's properly sanitized. Is it? But you, if you, if you were just to pour bleach on random porcelain, that would probably damage it after a while. After a while. Yeah. Because it still is dirt. Yeah. Like if you poured bleach on anything, it would probably damage it. Okay. So. Actually, hold on. Very important distinction. Things like bleach and hydrochloric acid and other such stuff too nasty to hold with the bare hand can easily be contained in glass because glass is strong. Well, it's in, com in compressive strength, strong, clear, and um, very unreactive. So the reason this is problematic because is because glass is transmogrified sand and sand is a kind of dirt. So technically, if you put bleach on glass, it should eat away the glass, but it doesn't. That means cleanliness cannot directly be a factor of dirt. It can be because once you compress and melt the sand down into glass, it is not dirt anymore. It is turned into crystal. Well, just like people are not dirt. They have been transmogrified into other substances. I thought you were going to say people are crystals. Well, I mean, um, that's only if you're in the Duke's archives. Uh, speaking of the Duke's archives, um, they, I guess they wanted Vadi in for three episodes. Because the, the, the fifth question, the fifth episode we're ruining right now. Maybe it was Vadi and then someone else. And then it has to be Vadi again, because this is the, like, the most lore-focused question so far okay hold on hold on is it was, more lore is the focused lore? okay i was gonna say how can you get more lore focused than the question about the lore it, it's maybe surprising. i get to give the three hour version now uh we don't have time i have to go to bed at some point well who's to say we're... yeah <sighs> okay just because it's six in the evening you think we're gonna take that long who says it's six in the evening it's obviously five I think these get posted at like 7 a.m. Okay. But by the well time then, you're as, done, as this is yeah. 7 a.m., I protest, I, I very much protest that you would seek to that you would seek to impose upon our poor gullible audience that the idea that I would pontificate for a full 12 hours and more on Dark Souls lore. I think you're going to take a very long time with this question. So I think I'm going to go ahead and read it. In Dark Souls, the kingdom of Lindelt, which I may or may not be saying correctly, was the home to the Archdrake sect, a religious cult known for their ancient rituals. With this in mind, compare the, Arch the Archdrake sect's view of justification by faith with Luther's view and the Anabaptist's view, how accurate is the term the third way for the Anabaptists? Give specific textual evidence for your answer. All right, well, let me collect my texts. Uh, for the writings of Martin Luther, I have that right here. I will be quoting from the uh, 2012 Fortress Edition of the Basic Theological Writings, 3rd Edition, edited by Russell and Lull. 
Um, I do not have the Anabaptist writings to hand, so you will not have, unfortunately, specific textual evidence for that. Um, and for Lindelf, I will just quote from the text of the game files uh, in Dark Souls 2. Now, because Dark Souls 2 does not have a direct connection to, well, uh, unless you're really looking for it, does not have explicit direct connections to the rest of the game's lore. Uh, the question about the Ark Drake sect of Lindelt is considerably more complicated than it would at first appear. Because in the Ark Drake sect of Lindelt, we can kind of see the ancestor of the uh, way of the dragon or the path of the dragon in Dark Souls 3. And it is also the. Um, Scion, the descendant, no doubt, of the Dragon Covenant in Dark Souls 1. So dragon veneration to some extent has always been a significant presence in the world of Dark Souls if censured by the more central religious authorities, namely the Way of White uh, headquartered in Thariland uh, in throughout most of the game of Dark Souls. Now, Lindelt particularly was ruled by the Royal House of Osteria and their view of quote unquote justification by faith. Um, that's kind of a misnomer because in the first Dark Souls game, the purpose of that covenant was basically to become the strongest, to become quote unquote dragon uh, by participating in duels, in trials of combat, in tests of honor. I like that covenant. It is a, <laughs> it's a pretty cool covenant. Um, in Dark Souls 2, they mostly fall into the background, um, and it is merely mentioned that they practice ancient rituals and that they are the remnants of Sholva, the Sanctum City. Now, it is also worth noting that the Lind that Lindelt probably has a connection to the painted world in the first Dark Souls 1, as one of the armor sets there is very similar to the, I believe it's the Painting Guardian set. Um, and obviously the Painting Guardians are the guardians of the painted world of Ariamis. And then it, by the time of Dark Souls 3, that has been renamed to the painted world of Ariandel. So it is certainly- Wait, has it? Is it the same one? Oh, ho, ho, you do not want to ask that question. That's a half an hour right there. I'm going to skip that for your <laughs> sake and for the sake of the viewers. Uh, actually, let me rephrase that. I'm going to skip that for the sake of the viewers. I'm going to hold you after and explain that in detail because it's fascinating. Nope. So, <laughs> so the reason the Dragon Covenant is probably tied to the uh, painted worlds is because there is a history of human dragon or god dragon in the case of the first lord Gwyn, um, who took upon himself the mantle of god uh, along with uh, Nito, first of the dead, and the witch of Isolith. Um, they were known as the old gods. They or human dragon or god dragon hybrids have been known to exist in the painted world since the time of the first dark souls and they still do in the time of the third dark souls as well so that connection is actually quite a reasonable one but in as i've already mentioned in the first dark souls the the um, dragon covenant has nothing to do with justification by faith. It is justification by the works of battle. In the second Dark Souls, the quote unquote, the specific teachings of the Archdrake sect of Lindelt um, are not frequently or indeed almost at all mentioned. So there is little from the historical record therefrom we can glean. 
However, by the time of Dark Souls 3, we do end up actually getting more information. Uh, one Hawkwood, a deserter of the Undead Legion, before they became, uh, before their leaders, the Abyss Watchers, became Lords of Cinder, uh, and obviously before Farron Keep fell to the swamp uh, that which it is now. Um, the Yes, sorry. So Hawkwood, we find him in possession of one of the dragon stones about midway through the game if you're choosing to follow his quest. And the other dragon stones are found in a place called Arc Dragon Peak, which is only accessible by performing a specific gesture, namely Path of the Dragon, at a specific place near Ithil Dungeon. Now, this gesture is received from behind the boss room of consumed King Osiris, who is another human dragon hybrid, though notably he looks very different from anything we find uh, in the painted worlds, either of them, uh, which indicates that, that some corruption has happened in the bloodline somewhere or in the process of research used to attain such human dragon hybrid status, which goes back to the works of Seath the Scaleless and Crystal Sorcery, which we shall also not get into now. Um, Seath the Scaleless was appointed a Duke by Lord Gwyn in uh, of the first Dark Souls uh, for enabling Gwyn to defeat the dragons. He basically revealed the secret weakness of the dragons, uh, thereby betraying his kind, and he was rewarded for it, etc., etc. But the thing that's interesting about Arc Dragon Peak um, and the path of the dragon in Dark Souls 3 is that it is closely associated with the firstborn son of Gwyn who at some unspecified time before the events of the first game renounced his throne and birthright and left to join the side of the dragons against whom you may remember his father Lord Gwyn was warring actively at the time. Now the kingdom of Lothric which is the main area shall we say in Dark Souls 3 is also tied to Arc Dragon Peak um, which may have some implications regarding Osiris, the consumed king, um, and some of the presence and the um, attributes of the Lothric Knights, who were have known to have um, tamed dragons, which is similar to the firstborn son of Gwyn, uh, and who also worshipped the sun, and the statue of the Sun Covenant is not is very similar it is notable to statues broken statues of that said firstborn son of Gwyn. but what particularly is found interesting is that in the context of dark souls 3 the two options or the one option one is presented with at the start of the game is you must relink the fire um, you must offer your soul to the flame in order to essentially keep the lights on as you progress you also learn that if you choose you can let the fire fade and usher in a completely unknown age of dark. If you choose to follow a specific quest, you can also usurp the flame and take it for your own with also more completely unknown implications. But what is not given you as a specific choice of ending um, is the path of the dragon, although it very much is a viable uh, almost third way, another option between linking the fire and letting it fade because the dragons back in the age of ancients even before the first flame the lord souls gwyn the whole nine yards before any of that the dragons were essentially eternal and they existed outside the cycle of the flame uh, when the, there was no flame they were just the same and when there was a flame and everything that came with that they were also the same 
the um, trees until, too and yeah until gwen discovered their weakness and started murdering them left and right which was kind of rude because that contributed to the fall of his own kingdom but again that's another story that we can get to potentially at some other time which means the path of the dragon actually has more in common with certain Eastern religions than it does with justification by faith, because it prioritizes more a quote unquote escape from the cycle than a victory over sin um, through the work of someone greater than yourself. Now to turn to Martin Luther, he was arguably the one who rediscovered the doctrine of justification by faith alone, sola fide. Um, in the Reformation of the 14-1500s. He was originally a Catholic monk, but what he particularly struggled with uh, in terms of his spiritual life was a belief that God pretty much could not love him. Uh, he could not understand how God's righteousness functioned. There was a particular passage in Paul's epistle to the Romans, I believe it was in chapter one, where he talked, where Paul says the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. And Martin Luther looked at that passage and he read it as, in keeping, by the way, with the teaching of the Catholic Church at the time, the righteousness of God being the righteousness by which God oversees everything and judges everything. Um, the complete and total and unattainable righteousness that pertains only and exclusively to God himself. And he looked at that and said, there's no possible way, not a snowball's chance in Australia, that I will ever, ever achieve that. So he was very depressed for a, a very long time, and it was a depression that would indeed recur to him uh, throughout his life, even after he figured out what St. Paul actually meant in that passage where it was indeed not the righteousness of God by which God judges unrighteousness, but it is the righteousness of God in that it is the righteousness of Christ, which is imputed to us as in the putting on of a garment, thereby when God looks at us, he can see not us and not our sin, but he sees the white garment that Christ has placed upon us and his righteousness. So the righteousness of God being revealed from faith to faith in that the righteous shall live by faith is a reference to the completed work of Christ and that if we have faith in his work, God no longer looks at us and at our sin and at our incompetence in terms of uh, following his principles, but he looks at the completed work and the completed obedience of Jesus and that is justification by faith. Now, the Anabaptists held a very similar view of justification by faith and because the differences are so slight, I will not particularly get into them now. The reason they are called Anabaptists is because it is a, trans, it is a translation of basically rebaptizers. The central belief of the Anabaptists was against infant baptism, the practice of the Catholic Church, um, and also the practice of Martin Luther and what would eventually become the Lutheran Church. They believed that only baptism, that baptism was only valid uh, if it was practiced upon someone who had, from a mature place of mind, accepted Christ's work, meaning that they had fully been accepted into the salvation, um, the, the salvation in which the rest of the church stands. So baptism was not something one does to infants as in a sign of the promise, or that it, it, it in any way gave them righteousness of their own. 
but that baptizing infants was completely silly because baptism was meant to be done to people who had consciously um, given their lives to Christ. And that has very little to do with justification by faith, except when the baptism occurs, whether before or after said justification by faith. So in short, and to sum up, Martin Luther and the Anabaptists, very similar views on justification by faith, nevertheless contrast most notably with that of the Archdrake sect of Lindelt, particularly as revealed in the Path of the Dragon and the history of Archdragon Peak, notably seen in Dark Souls 3. Whereas the Christian scholars, Martin Luther and some of the Anabaptists were, would have had the correct view in that justification can come only by faith alone and not by works. The path of the dragon seems to be a justification by works and not faith in that the rituals one practices and the forms one completes, uh, not in the sense of paper forms, but in the sense of um, the formalistic appurtenances of a religion uh, that one completes can bring one closer to this hypothetical future state of enlightenment wherein one transcends the, in Dark Souls terminology, the cycle of light and dark um, in Christianity's terms, the black and white dichotomy between good and evil and become somehow a being that is outside of both and therefore also greater than both. That, frankly, is heresy and cannot be entertained, as, as fun as it is to hear about in the context of a very well-written game. Is the end goal of the Path of Dragons to become an actual dragon? I only see like the weird humanoid dragon imps, but that's just for player reasons, maybe. Well, yeah. Um, there are indications that continual following of the Path of the Dragon can get you closer and closer to draconic status. But A, I don't know if we ever see an example of this being reached. Um, nor, I believe, is it clear enough for us to be able to detect whether or no that is actually a possible end goal. Because indeed, we, the people who are following the path of the dragon um, that we can see in game are only those weird sort of skinny hybrid creatures. Imp dragons. Well, I mean, there are different models for the male and female character model. I guess you could say uh, imp dragon for the male model, but the female model is just an anorexic goat. Okay, yeah, fair point. Um, I, I hope that was a sufficient exploration. We are not told much about the Archdrake sect of Lindelt in reference to their particular beliefs and practices. The closest we can get is the Path of the Dragon in Dark Souls 3, which I think it is reasonable to conclude is a descendant thereof. I was going to bring up like end game stuff, like story moments from Dark Souls 2. I remember you haven't seen that yet. And if you haven't, I'm sure like there isn't a single listener that has. And if we've convinced them to play it through this, I would hate to ruin it for them. Oh, absolutely. So but I, I would recommend not. they not start with Dark Souls 2 because it has Dark Souls 2. Well, yes, Dark Souls 2 is to be the last. You can start with either one or three. Just bear in mind that one is um, a much older game than three and it shows it um, even in the remaster. I started with with three and um, Although there were some references I didn't get until I played one, by dint of research and study, I got most of the lore. And the game itself was obviously very, very well done. Well done enough to interest me in its lore. And I started with one at release. 
gave up right away until three came out gave up right away <laughs> and then tim was like i found this great game called dark souls 3 and i was like aha yes, I, I already was. i already have that and then we raced it was very close and i lost and then i was like eh, 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 eh. and then i with my newfound skills went back to play two i mean to play you, one you play one one i meant to say one but one was the second one i played so it is this it's the first one i played it's the second one i finished so basically you did Dark Souls 3 1 and Dark Souls 1 2 and Dark Souls 2 3. Yes. But I did make it pretty far in one first. How far? Um well the first boss I killed, like right after the tutorial, was Pinwheel. You went the wrong way, didn't you? I did. I was eleven years old, level nine, fighting skeletons it took like twelve hits to kill with the starting weapon. Having yeah. no idea what was going on. Yeah, yeah, I that'll do. I first tried pinwheel like level twelve, after making oh. it past the wheel skeletons. The pinwheel is a joke. If you if if you have fought your way to pinwheel at level twelve with the starting weapons, killing things in twelve hits, if you have managed to get there and survive that, pinwheel is a cakewalk. If anyone ever dies to pinwheel, they should uninstall. No, that that's only Charlie, or was it Bill? Uh, it's neither. I think it was Steve. Charlie. One of the three. Charlie is the person who named him. Okay, yeah. If you get hit by Steve, you should uninstall. If you die to pinwheel, that's you know. It's like dying to the crystal sage. It's a uh, except, well, less understandable because pinwheel is far easier than the crystal sage. I am an idiot also. I really should have put a timer on for your whole speech there. I was going to say soliloquy, but I didn't want a lecture on what that actually means. <laughs> you have learned well. Um, so how long did that take, by the way? I just said I don't know because I didn't have a timer. Oh. But we're at the 59-minute uh, mark. How many seconds? I don't know. You told me not to start a timer at the beginning. I, I did nothing of the sort. Prove it. <laughs> as soon as this goes live, everyone will be able to see. You didn't oh. think about that, did you? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. We were given, I mean, I stole, which I, something I guess which was Ravati Vidya, known super fan of this show. Yeah. Where we stole it. Mm-hmm. They have a quiz here called the Special Zeke and Trent Quiz, Answers at the End, which is part of the title. Okay. And we have to... Okay, so there's, there's one question, and it's part A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. That's a lot of parts. Yes, but it's only one question. All so, right. Should be easy, then. The, the setup for all of them is out of Trent and Zeke, and then it's who, and then I will read it, and then we will guess. Are you prepared? No. Excellent. Neither am I. We are Great. not. We, we have a 50-50 shot on each question, and we're not going to get a single one right. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Out of Trent and Zeke, who has gotten injured more while playing on a trampoline? Trent. I would say Zeke. 
because Zeke lives in the middle of nowhere, so he has more room to have a trampoline. I don't think, I don't know if Trent has one. Well, since we've said both, uh, we can't both be right. We can't both be wrong. Well, we well, could unless if we're I cheating. Well, unless I change my answer and you change your answer, or well, you change your answer. Why would you? I don't know, to get consensus. Okay, okay, okay. Question one, part B. Who padded their stairs with old mattresses and then repeatedly flung Zeke. themselves from the Zeke. top of the stairs? It's Zeke, Zeke. yeah. Uh, he told me that, actually, when he decided he didn't want to use the stairs in our building and just jumped down both flights every time. Wait, no, we should have said, Trent, we're trying to get all these wrong. We're not trying to. They're just going to change the answers. Like... I'm looking at this um, digital piece of paper, and I'm sure that as we're saying this, they're just going to change the answers before I can get to them. Fair enough. Who regularly goes water skiing each summer while camping? Zeke, I would. No, Trent, because Trent Trent. lives closer to the beach. Yeah, I was going to say. But that might not make much sense either, because if you're on vacation, you don't have to be near your house. You don't have to not be near your house. You live in a landlocked state. When you go on vacation, if ever, do you go to the beach? Well, that depends on whether you count Lake Powell as a beach. It's Well, I mean, do you go water skiing there? Absolutely not. The well, water not is you. cold. The, the water is... That's a good, you're, not, you're supposed to not fall in. Ryan, the water is cold. You live in a desert. There's no water and it can't be cold. Lake Powell, you have to drive a long way north to get to. North is Nevada, which is also a desert. Have you heard of Hoover Dam? Yeah. The reason that's so interesting is because it works in reverse. Normal dams stand in front of the water and don't let it through. Hoover Dam sucks up the water from the other side and pushes it back. I didn't know that. I guess I still don't because I don't understand. Well, that's it, it, called Hoover Dam for a reason, because it works like a Hoover. You know, that makes a lot of sense, and not like the actual history of the person who had it built. Absolutely. So, um, having rehistoried Hoover Dam, uh, it is now necessary to mention that Lake Powell is huge, and very deep, and cold. And in a desert. Sure, Who? we'll go with that. Right in the smack dab in the middle of the desert. You are crossing dunes of sand. It is a wasteland. And then you come across a ridge, and all of a sudden, there are billions of gallons of water in front of you just in a lake. Billions? Billions. Actual billions. Billions with an M? No, millions with a B. I'll believe that when I see it, and I don't plan to. Hey, you're going to be going right by it. Am I? Yes. Well, thanks a lot. You just told everyone where I am in relation to you. What? That's now they. That's, no, they that's completely irrelevant. Of Arizona. No, no, Mister Ryan, you have it all wrong. You see, you live in northern Arizona, and you're going to Nevada to visit those people in Reno. So you're going to be going right by it. I can't help it that you don't know the geography of your own state. The only state I'm in is... The state of confusion? Yes, we know. Who has had eight of their teeth pulled simultaneously 
leaving them almost toothless. Me. I mean, uh... Are you Trent the, or Zeke? I am... I am Trent. Because Trent and Tim both start with T. Makes a lot That's of sense. That's right. Okay, so... Yeah, when I hear any of these prompts, I just immediately think Zeke for some reason. <laughs> like, I, if, if Zeke did all of these, even at the same time, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Uh, so we're going with Trent on that one, just in an effort to get it wrong? Yeah. Okay. Who has split their head open more? I mean, it, it is not wrong to just pick Zeke for all of these. It, well, I mean, I think Trent has a bigger head. So just like by pure chance, it'd be the easiest to hit. Him. Are you talking size or ego? Because if ego, I disagree. If it's ego, Zeke's twice the size of every other person on the planet. Which is really a feat when you consider myself. Feet? Yeah. Most people have two. I'm glad you said most instead of all. Like that really could have been a problem. Now that we <laughs> own the podcast. Yeah. Uh, who accidentally said blah, blah, blah loudly <laughs> during a powerful <laughs> sermon at church summer camp? There is only <laughs> one answer for this. The... <laughs> <laughs> who thinks toboggan is pronounced Tobogan. Trent? Just because um, we've picked Zeke so frequently already? I would think it can't be Trent because he lives in the snow and would know how it's pronounced properly. But actually, he lives in Washington and they pronounce everything wrong, like Dragon and, and uh, Big <laughs> Basketball. Washington. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> So um, you're not wrong. I would think Trent actually, because he is from a place where things are wrong. Yes. Who lives in Vermont? Bernie Sanders. Does he? A pox upon his name, a blight upon him and his house. Um, I know the answer to this one is Zeke because he lives in a different time zone, and when I planned for the last session, I made things difficult. Like the, the last thing his last because we own the podcast now that's right um who, okay so out of trent and zeke when was rock paper scissors invented paper. well it couldn't have been before they invented scissors and shears are a form of scissors and shears go back an awfully long way well, I mean, if you look at the length of Zeke's hair, that's not necessarily the case. Zeke has a mustache now. It's, like, impressive. It's only, like, a, like impressive? Not to like, pity. He has a, a cowboy mustache, like, the evil person where it, like, curls back on itself. That is called a handlebar. I wouldn't hold it. My dear sir, if you are riding on a bicycle with handlebars... Do you hold those handlebars yes. commonly? Then why would you even think about holding someone else's handlebars? What if I'm riding their bike? It, if I need that. It, I need that image out of my head immediately, please. Uh, my answer is seven. I said paper. Paper. Okay. Let's say seven weight paper and call it good. Call it good. This is the last question. Is it? 
Yes, we are like at an hour and nine minutes, I think. That's not a problem. Out of, out of Trent and Zeke, who had a crush on Tim but never admitted it? I'm blind to these sorts of things. Do, 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 do. I'm going to pick neither. Neither? Yeah. I'm going to say of. Wait, what was the question again? Out of Trent and Zeke, who had a crush on Tim, but never admitted it. Tim being you, I assume. It, did it say Trent and Zeke or Trent or Zeke? Out of Trent and Zeke. Well, then the answer is clearly out of. Wait, hold on. If they didn't know we were going to take over the podcast, why were these questions prepared and why did they mention you? I haven't this the slightest. Do you mean to say that they planned this all along? I hope not. But uh, that, yeah, that would be significantly displeasing. I'm going to all, all I'm that gonna, work of kidnapping someone and then find that they intended you to do it. I'm going to read the answers out, and then I'm going to check your basement to make sure they didn't escape. Please. Okay, I'm going to scroll down to the answers section. Answers. This is the answer to question one. All with all of them being question one. Because one of the individuals in this quiz is part of the witness protection program, we are unable to share answers at this time. Yeah, they did change it just as we were uh, suspecting they would. Uh, hold on, keep the people entertained. I'm gonna go check the basement. Well, hold on a moment here. Um, I think it is the main issue is just that I gave them an internet connection. Why would you give them an internet connection? Wait, I left, hold on. No, you're right. Okay, I'm back. It took you that long to just click over to the security camera feed? I don't have a security camera in your basement. I do. I don't have access to it. I'm not in your basement. Not anymore. But you wouldn't have access to the security camera if you were in the basement. Either way, there's a problem. What? They weren't in the basement. Well, then how did you know if you didn't log into the security feed? I walked down to the basement. Yeah, that's a rather significant problem. What was that? Tim. Tim, we're trying to get in. Uh, well, quick, by the door. Um, I don't know how. Um... Push if, a bookshelf in the way. I don't, oh, that's right. Bookshelf. You don't books. Um, if if I'm not on the next episode, I'm dead. No, I'll just come looking for you. And then, if you do happen to be dead, not only will I be most displeased, I will come looking for them. No, no, Tim, they're in here. No, no, no.